Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi, this is Charles Kelly. Hope you're all having a good day. I'm here in London on a wet and rainy day, and we we have uh, lots of things happening today. I, I've just been looking at the Instagram rich list. Uh, there is a there is actually a Instagram rich list, not just like the Sunday Times rich list. And this this looks at the people who make the most per post on Instagram. And who would you think would would top that list? Would you say it's one of the Kardashians? Uh, that's that's what I would have thought. One of the Kardashians would would top that list. But it is in fact this year uh, the Rock, the the actor, former wrestler, uh, who has 187 million followers and gets just over a million dollars per post. So every time he goes, hi, he gets a million dollars for that. And he's actually overtaken, I think one of the Kardashians has topped this list for years. And, and Kylie Jenner, who only has 182 million followers as opposed to his 187 million followers, and she only gets $960,000 per post. Whoa. God, I, I, I mean, I know Dwayne is a is is an actor. He's a wrestler. I mean, my son used to collect his uh, little wrestling pieces. I used to buy them for him. He he loved The Rock, uh, and he still seems to be around. I don't know how old this guy is, but uh, you know, my, my son's not not young himself, and it must be twenty five years ago when he was wrestling. Uh, sort of sometime in the eighties, I think, early nineties rather. Anyway, he, he is, has done really well. He's, he's Hollywood's richest star, apparently. Uh, he, he's, he's an amazing guy. Uh, and his story is very interesting, how he, he came up, I think, from Hawaii. Uh, and he, he's really risen to the top. He's, he's really followed the, the, the American dream, as it were. But Kylie Jenner, uh, st- still still amazing young lady. She started this beauty business, uh, was said to be the youngest self-made billionaire uh, in the world, youngest female billionaire i can't remember but actually her um forbes have actually taken her off the list saying that her company's not worth as much as she said it was so maybe it's only worth 500 million or 600 million dollars i don't know all i know is that she started it from her kitchen and built the business through social media rather than having physical stores and uh you know spending hundreds of millions building this infrastructure she outsourced everything sold things online did a few deals and has made you know maybe half a billion or three quarters of a billion but she's made a lot of money smart smart young lady and it just shows how things have changed how you know to, to, to become a billionaire would have would have usually taken 20 30 years unless you're from Russia or something uh, or, or just an oil you've inherited it but you know to build a business and and to and to build that wealth would have taken years and years and years and she's done it you know in 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 a year or so uh, the next one on the list is footballer uh, Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo 225 million followers 809 $889,000 per post uh, socialite Kim Kim Kardashian, uh, only 176 million followers and only gets 858,000 per 
per post. So these are advertisers that use these social media influencers to, to sell products. So they go around all the time with this phone. Hi, I'm, I'm here wearing this. You know, I'm wearing this jewelry. And what do you think of this? You know, but but it works. It's, it's not like a scam. Uh, then you go down the list. You've got pop star Ariana Grande, who, who's very smart and switched on to you know, social media, obviously. Uh, Selena Gomez and Beyonce Knowles, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, and the footballer Neymar. So th there's a list there. You got I I'll put up the whole details on my Facebook page. So what does this mean to you? You might say, well, so what? You know, I can't do this. I'm not uh, a, a, a pop star, a rock star, former wrestler, or, or one of the Kardashians. Uh, so you know, you might say, well, so what? I can't do this. But you know, obviously, we can't be all so social media superstars uh, and have all these millions of followers but that doesn't mean you can't make money from social media and make money online real money has been made every single day on social media and it's not just from scams and you know cons and and these people you know selling these useless things on online you know they're not making much money the, the people who are making real money are people running proper businesses online there are proper social media influencer businesses Obviously, you need a name to do it, but, you know, there are agencies, ad agencies use these companies and use these people. Uh, ad Advertising revenue has moved much more away from traditional sources like newspapers and, and TV uh, onto social media platforms. It's a real business. And a lot of young people have never even bought a newspaper and, and don't watch ordinary TV. They don't sit down and watch Coronation Street and EastEnders like every like the family used to do. Sit round and watch it. Oh, we've got to be quiet now. Coronation Street's on. Or we've got to be quiet now. News at tens on. You know they're they're watching things on on devices. They're watching it on catch up. They're watching Netflix and and so on. I mean, look at Netflix. You know, it's just, it's just unbelievable how it's come from a a postal video tape business that used to send out uh, DVDs and videos in the post. Uh, and, and now is is making you know blockbuster movies and series and you know just just millions and millions of dollars of, of revenue. So you know what I'm trying to say is real money has been made on social media. And think about this: how much time do you spend on social media yourself? How much time do you spend on your smartphone from that moment you wake up in the morning and the phone's there and you you're pressing snooze and then snooze again and snooze again, and and then then you're into uh, you know, checking your messages. And it's not just text messages anymore. It's, I've got to check my messenger, I've got to check my WhatsApp, I've got to check my, my emails, all that, that old-fashioned thing called emails and, and text messages. And it's almost like a, a ritual in the day. But in that time, you're going on to check these messages, you're being hit by ads, you know. And the, the point is, though, uh, you, you can turn this around and, and become somebody who, who makes money online rather than just spends time online making somebody else money. That, that's, that's what I'm trying to say to you. Now, small business advertisers actually make up much of, uh, comes up Facebook and Amazon and eBay. It's the small businesses that make up much of their, their revenue. And this is illustrated perfectly. You know, when we saw this story that uh, some of the top brands in the world in protest of something that Facebook have done, something to do with hate speech, have said, we're pulling our advertising from you. We're not going to advertise with you anymore. And these include brands. And the only one that comes to mind is Diageo, the drinks company. But there are a few out there. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg has said, well, OK, fine. So what? You know, this is a reputational thing, not uh, a financial problem. And uh, they're, they're not bothered because th th those big advertisers only make up 6% of their revenue and, and all the other revenue comes from 
uh, small businesses, medium-sized businesses, like like me when I've advertised on Facebook, you know that that makes up a huge proportion of their 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 revenue. And in fact, a lot of the big businesses in in the UK, like uh, like Tesco's and uh, with a list right in front of me, but Tesco's and quite a few of the others are actually still advertising on Facebook anyway. Uh, but you know, it just shows you that they're not worried about some big companies saying well, we're not going to advertise. Whereas you know, a TV station might be really worried if a big advertiser pulled their advertising. It, it could be a big problem for them. But Facebook has said no. We we built our business around small businesses and, and and large businesses as well. But people who advertise on Facebook to get the attention of all these people who are spending hours and hours on on social media. So this is. You know, this is why they they can ignore that, and and they're not too worried. But and, and look at Amazon. Uh, Amazon is another example. You know, you think of Amazon as just one big company, and and Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, and that sort of thing. But but Amazon is actually a window, a shop window for you know, millions of small businesses to to get their stuff out there online. You can set up an Amazon shop or or a Shopify shop. You know, within a few hours. Yes, it will cost you. It will cost you rent. But that's a lot cheaper to pay you know, thirty or forty dollars a month to Amazon than it is to pay you know twenty five thirty thousand pounds for a shop in the high street, and 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 you can see you can look around the high street and see how things are changing. Um, you know, online sales have just gone completely through the roof, haven't they? And and uh, um, physical sales in in shops have gone through the floor. Did you like that 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 link there through the roof and down through the floor, and and you can see shops. It, on the high street closing down you can see they're struggling um, i saw a shop in in a prime area of the west end just off oxford street uh, closed down bailiffs were breaking in the door as i was passing by uh, and and i think we're going to see a lot more more problems ahead even companies like john lewis are, are cutting back closing their headquarters in london really cutting back as, as jobs go i've heard another five thousand jobs going today uh, for from uh, the upper cross sandwich company that got all the upper cross in the, in all the stations all, all over the country and you know we're going to see a real upheaval here uh, but you know as i said people can go online with with amazon and shopify and start selling stuff almost straight away and and even get all the fulfillment done by amazon get all the the shipping and and warehousing all done by amazon and you know it's it's an amazing business but it's done this by connecting with with millions of small businesses and small traders uh, and it gives you the it enables small traders to really get online and compete with some of the larger companies because sometimes you're buying stuff from a small company it could be somebody working from home so it, if, you, if you want to get into this you can as well you can get into this as well uh, so as i said online sales have just gone crazy and and so and it's interesting to note that some of the biggest companies in the world by by stock market value are actually tech companies that haven't been around that long you know compared to you know the older big oil companies around 100 years and the big conglomerates and uh, you know companies like ford have been around since henry ford since the formation of the cars and and uh, uh, mass production and if you think of these old companies you know and 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 how they've been overtaken by tech companies and how the fact that you know all these old car companies are, are now worth less than 
Tesla. Who's Tesla? Tesla's just been around a couple of years. made a couple of electric cars. But now Tesla has actually overtaken Toyota to become the largest car company in the world by stock market valuation. Personally, I think it's crazy. I think it's all a lot of nonsense. I think their their value is inflated. But I I guess investors are investing in the fact that there's future value there rather than current profit. And you know, and and in the future, they're going to be the leading electric car company. They're also talking about becoming a, a ride sharing company like Uber, uh, and maybe having driverless cars. Who who knows? But, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that the, these these new companies, new kids on the block, really, they're so-called fang stops, F-A-A-N-G, fang stocks. Uh, that that only started. I mean, when did Apple start? And what? So, what are Fang stocks? Yeah, you must have heard this 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 phrase, Fang stocks. These Fang companies, Fang stocks are a group of technology stocks that uh, have a combined value market cap market cap value of nearly four trillion dollars. In fact, those companies are bigger than some of the the sectors quoted on on the stock market. Bigger than all the other uh, companies in particular sectors. Not not in 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 say the main sectors, but. So the the four the Fang stocks make up made up are, are uh, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google stroke Alphabet. Uh, that's Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google, and uh, and these these stocks are are racing ahead. In fact, um, the, most of them are quoted on the Nasdaq stock exchange. They boomed during the lockdown. Their businesses boomed. They've, they've all become a lot wealthier. Uh, and that's prompted a lot of conspiracy theories, hasn't it? That, that maybe they created this virus or maybe they're, they're encouraging it. Uh, but they, they've actually led to the stock market making this sort of V-shaped recovery that we talked about the other day. When the stock market hit rock bottom in, in March, it's actually, if you look at the, the line, it's kind of made this V-shaped line. So it's gone down and then up. But a lot of that is down to the NASDAQ and uh, you know the, the, these tech companies that are, are shooting up in value. However, many people feel that the market is still overvalued and due for a much deeper and longer correction uh, as this coronavirus continues to spread and doesn't seem to be going away, does it? The coronavirus is now coming back in a big, big way in America. Uh, we've got regional lockdowns already in the UK. Uh, and yet the stock market seems to be, you know, saying, whoa, everything's fine. You know, we're all, we're all, everything's hunky-dory. What's, what's the problem? Uh, but surely there is a problem. If you look at, uh, I mean, I'm looking at the stock market figures. They're all up. The markets are all up today. Uh, so um, they're not up by a lot, but they're, they're still up, and they're, they're reaching levels that they 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 were at in in January and February when they were overvalued. When I say overvalued, I mean overvalued in terms of what you have to pay and the returns you're getting on that stock, the yield you're getting on that stock, the the the. The the the, earn, the earnings multiple the PE ratios and that sort of thing. I I think that those stocks are overvalued and the market's overvalued and is due for a correction. So I I wouldn't be piling my money into the stock market at the moment and I wouldn't be uh, leaving my pension money uh, sitting there in in shares at the moment because I, I think they're in for a long a long correction. But I'm not your financial advisor. You've got to take your own view on that. You've got to talk to your own advisors before you start moving your money around. Don't just listen to me. Uh, this is mainly for your entertainment purposes. I have to say that, you know, it's mainly for your entertainment purposes. But certainly if it was me and my pension fund is, is in, you know, 60, 70% shares or equities, I would be moving them into a safer area until we see what the market does. Yeah, you might lose out on a bit of growth, but 
you know, the main aim is, is not to lose money. You don't want to lose money. That, that should be the rule number one. Don't lose money. Rule number two is don't forget rule number one. I think I think it was Warren Buffett who said that. So I, I think be careful of that um, and, and just watch that, that market. Now, I, I think personally, you know, we're seeing a lot of job losses. We're seeing a lot of changes to, to the way people will be employed. I think this this virus has accelerated the the tech progress by by years, and it means that companies may need less offices. Yeah, that could create opportunities for property developers, uh, but it it could mean a lot of job job losses as companies get together, uh, you know, get to grips more with using technology rather than people. And I, I believe millions of people face a bleak future during, you know, post coronavirus lockdown. Uh, businesses are going to disappear. They're not many businesses will not come back, and particularly in the, the, I mean, if you look at the hospitality sector in in the UK, really suffering at the moment. Uh, you know, we're in July at the moment, and the government are still talking about uh, what do we do about you know we're going to announce something about um, uh, air bridges and which countries you can go to. Hang on a sec, it's July. We're not in April. This is July for God's sake. You know, when are we going to? When are people going to know when they can, whether or not they can go on holiday and get back without spending fourteen days in bloody quarantine? You know, something's got to be done here, uh, and 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 this has a knock-on effect for all the hospitality industries. Like we see upper crust closing branches, we've seen the owners of uh, uh, the, the restaurant chain that that owns Bella Pasta and Cafe Rouge go into administration. That's just one of, one of the companies that are closing their doors. So something's got to get be done to save these sectors, and and millions of jobs at that that level could go, and those people are not going to be unnecessarily switch into another job that, that easily without substantial retraining. So the government and and the taxpayers are going to have to spend a lot of money uh, uh, propping up the, the the broken economy, and then maybe spending money on keeping companies going, keeping people on, on benefits, and then retraining them. Through through apprenticeship schemes or whatever to, to to move into other other jobs. I know that Boris has announced this uh, spend 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 spend. But you know five billion is not going to cut it, and most of that money was already allocated anyway before the election. So five billion on you know a few schools and hospitals is not going to get the whole country back to work and make up for this you know uh, fiasco really of all these people not knowing whether they can go on holiday, not knowing whether they can get back. Uh, tourists not coming to the UK because you know we're, we're we're not welcoming them by saying well if you come here yeah come here to the UK and then spend 14 days locked up in a hotel room it's just just nonsense so we're, we're going to probably lose the, the tourist season this summer which will be cat- catastrophic for uh, the, the the economy in, in in this country I believe so are you ready for, to, to cope with this what, what are you going to do well, first thing you can do is preserve some of your money, save your money. Don't go out and spend, spend, spend like Boris or or, or go into Primark and buy more stuff. Uh, you know, do I'm only saying Primark. Maybe you, you're shopping more upmarket shops. <laughs> I'm sure sure you do. Uh, but I, I think that there's going to be a, a business revolution. And, and if you're in business, I think you've got to get your business online. So if you're, if you're interested in know how you can get online, drop Drop me an old-fashioned email, charles at charleskelly.net, and I can direct you towards some courses you could do, some free courses, some seminars, webinars, so you could learn how to get your, your business online. Because I think, you know, that, that is the future. I don't think all physical businesses are going to disappear, 
But you know, if you look at a shop, uh, and a shop in in my area costs about uh, twenty five thousand a year rent. Then they've got to pay twelve fifteen thousand in council tax. You know, they're up to forty thousand. Then they've got all the bills and the extras and all the rest. So call it fifty thousand thousand pounds a week before they put any staff in place. That's a thousand pounds per week every week. They've got to make that before they've even uh, paid anything, their rents and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, you've got to sell a lot of stuff to, to make to make money in that. And I see so many shops opening up, selling things like covers for mobile phones. I mean, why do you need a 25,000-man shop to sell covers for mobile phones? And I see the guys sitting in the in the, in the, the shop typing away on their, their Apple computers and think, you know, they're not doing anything all day. And, and six months or a year later, they are gone. Uh, so... You know, I think a lot of physical businesses are really suffering with with the rents and that sort of thing. And that that if they go, that will have an effect on all of us because most people's pension funds are also tied up not only in shares but in property, in commercial property. So it could have a knock on effect. So I I know it's a bit of doom and gloom there, uh, but I think the answer is to adapt to this this new economic model as best you can uh, and. You know, you, you've just got to tough it out and, and learn new skills, but preserve your cash, because I think we're, we're all going to need that bit of cash when the, the stuff hits the fan at the end of this job furlough scheme, where, you know, if they pull that, then companies will start laying off tens of thousands of people uh, as, you know, we're already seeing it, but I think it will get will get worse. So thanks for listening. Uh, check out my book sometime. I talk about money making schemes in my book. Yes, money can buy you happiness. I talk about how to save money, how to track your money and how to manage your money as well as appreciate money. So thanks for listening. Thanks to, to John and Ronnie there for your support. And always, always, you know, always love your comments and that sort of thing. So so keep them coming. Thanks a lot. Good night. Have a, have a good evening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 